Hi, welcome back to Attorney Steve's Vondran Legal Hour. Okay, in this podcast episode, we are talking about the Siemens investigative report. Okay, so what happens is every now and then Siemens Product Lifecycle Management, PLM, they're going to file a lawsuit in Houston, Texas, naming a whole lot of people, companies, you know, maybe 100 defendants. The current case we're working on has over 100 defendants. So the they throw out a big net and it brings in all kinds of different people and entities and um, people that are using their software, people that work for companies that are using their software, so forth and so on. So our firm, being a software defense firm, we help companies get through these audits and individuals, and, and when I say audits, I mean lawsuits, because people are being sued as John Doe's. A lot of times there's torrent downloads involved, and you know there are some defenses and some things that can be brought up, but I want to talk in this podcast about the investigative report. So what happens is once our firm is retained and we get the necessary confidentiality agreements in place, Oftentimes, the next thing we will see is an investigative report from Siemens and their investigative team. Where they're located, I have no idea. Could be the United States, could be overseas in Germany, or who knows where. I don't know. Um, But the report itself, I just wanted to go over this real quick. The report itself will basically highlight the dates of infringement. So you may have infringement going back to 2016, 17, 18 you know, and in my mind, this always raises questions about mitigation. In law, there is a duty to mitigate damages. So when somebody knows you're infringing in 2016 and they let you keep doing it in 2017 and then through 2018, you know, there has to be a question about, you know, well, are you ever going to let me know there's an issue here? Or are you just, you know, monitoring my computers, what we call the phone home technology? monitoring my computers and our network or computer networks all day and not telling me anything and just building up the damages. So there's always that question. But one thing you're going to see is the dates of infringement. You're going to see Mac addresses. Now, a Mac is the address of a particular device that's connected to the internet, like your laptop. So there will be Mac addresses to tie in the specific um you know, computers and the hardware, so you can confirm that, yes, this is coming from our, you know, organization. You will also see, um, you know, different things about the number of machines, the number of infringements. Sometimes you may have one or two infringements. Now, they consider an infringement anytime you access the software. In my opinion, in reality, you know, if you're using one piece of software, you're infringing one piece of software. And and so it's an infringement per title, but you will see the number of infringements. If there's five different uses of the software on five different days, you will you will often be accused of five different infringements. And so they, you know, they will try to rack up the damages on that. Um, you will also have information about what product is being used, like NX10 or NX11. That will be in the infringement report. Um, you will see um, information like the infringement reference number, again, the application that's being used, NX10, the tamper reason, as they call it, the tamper reason, and the egress domain. Those are two other things you're going to find. Egress domain might be, you know, cpe-so-and-so-rr.com. Um, and you may find your operating system is also tracked. Okay, so these are different things. Your time zone is usually picked up. 
And this server may capture what type of Windows system you're using, like Windows 7 and different things like that. But that's a basic infringement report, and that's really what we work off when we're going to settle your case. We're working off this infringement report, trying to figure out was this was this the company? Was it one infringement? Was it ten infringements? Was it a fair use? Just you know, downloading for scholarly purposes and not really using it commercially. What's that issue? So that's just a little overview of the report that comes once you retain our firm. We are able to, I would say, in most cases, access this report and go over it with you and see if this is all right. You know, sometimes it's. Sometimes there are other reasons why the software was downloaded, but this is a basic of the Siemens PLM, Lifecycle Management, Product Lifecycle Management Infringement Report. So if you have any questions or you were served a subpoena in regards to a Siemens lawsuit, they file them every so often, um, give us a call. I think we are, I would say we are the leader in Siemens software defense software infringement defense because we have handled many, many cases and helped many individuals and companies get through these audits and you know work through it with Siemens, okay? So in this area of law, there's no substitute for experience and working relationships with opposing counsel. We've done a lot of cases with the Reed Smith Law Firm in Houston, Texas, and we can help you if you are if you have received a letter or notice of subpoena. Okay, so that's about it, Attorney Steve. I hope you've enjoyed this very short episode of Vondran Legal Hour. If you need more information, you can find me on the web at attorneysteve.com. The first name in legal services. That's attorneysteve.com. Thanks for listening. Glad you enjoyed the show. Take care. Feel free to share the show on your social media networks. Got to run. Happy holidays and happy new year.